Hello and welcome. This is your host, Jake Zollinger, and we will be talking about... I don't know yet. We don't know yet. <laughs> we don't know what the podcast is called yet. We don't know what we're going to be, exactly what we're going to be talking about yet, but this will But we know now. it exists. Yes, precisely, precisely. I am John Prado. I'm Varun Madan. <laughs> and, and I'm Jake. <laughs> yeah. So, for now, there's... Something been going on around the world. We don't really know why, but everyone's been stuck at home for some reason. Can tell yeah. Is. I mean, I've been yeah. going out, having parties, knocking on people's doors. Yeah. Nobody is Not responding well out. to it. <laughs> Social distancing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're all stuck at home, so we're really bored. So we thought, why not create a podcast just for kicks? Yeah. We Internet fame. What we're going to be doing. It's something positive during this troubled time, so... Correct. People need something, and we're like good content, grinning, whimsical, and flamboyant guys. Yep, totally. <laughs> you know, totally flamboyant guys. So now we're gonna be cheering you guys up, hopefully, or not, yep. with or our ideas can... and theories. Yeah, yeah. sure. It's so, very idea oriented. Sure. <laughs> Do you guys wanna introduce yourselves? Like, so we already did that. Well, yeah, but like, tell them who you are. I'm Jake with a J. That's that's a that's a good fact. There are many Jakes with G's and H's. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Varun, introduce yourself. Um, Say something. So I'm Varun. Uh, I like I like scientific stuff, and yeah. I do research on bees. So yeah, good. Varun is kind of like the brains of the operation. He's done a lot of shit. Don't wow, I'm you. not the brains. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Varun's a really humble guy. He's done a lot of shit. He's a really an amazing person. You guys will get to hopefully, you guys will get to know He's more. He's a real G. Yeah, Jake is also a real <laughs> G, but in a different sense. Jake's a really, really funny guy, and I'm sure you guys, if you guys haven't seen that already from this beginning, you'll get to see it soon throughout this podcast. And then there's yeah. me. I'm I'm not brilliant or that funny, but I I like to think of myself as like the bridge between the two. Wow, so humble. <laughs> very, I'm a very humble guy, too. Cool descriptions, yeah. Not to brag or anything, but I'm the humblest. Yeah. <laughs> Not to brag, yeah. but I'm the best one. <laughs> uh, Jake has also been in a podcast before. West yeah. Warriors, which, so by the way, I was listening those. to earlier today. And <laughs> holy shit, Jake. We got to do, like, a reaction video for that eventually. Because that's just funny. <laughs> The things we talked about. Yeah. How do you feel about West and the Rockers? Uh, it was a great, it's a great podcast, great band. What um, did you learn from it exactly? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I right. learned that I can talk Very for like. Right here. I, I learned I could talk for 60 minutes straight about random stuff. That's good. That's a good skill. Nice. Hopefully we'll be able to use some of that today and for the next days that this lasts for. All right. Yep. So. I have a topic I would like to address, and that is Mr. Boris Johnson in England, who apparently got sick. What? Yeah. Wait, who is he? I actually don't know what he does. (laughs) Boris Johnson's the Prime Minister. Okay, so he's the United Kingdom. uh, He's the Prime Minister there, and it's very scary how a leader has been impacted by this pandemic, and it's pretty serious. You know what what I don't get? How, like, people freak out if, like, a leader gets sick. Like, they well, see the most people and everything, well, he's the yet, like, the normal people get Even sick if it's a way democracy. more often. 
He is not the brains. There's a whole parliament. Oh, he's definitely not the looks. <laughs> yeah, he definitely. <laughs> Have you seen his face, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it but really in all seriousness, like... it's very important to recognize that, like, it just shows you how how deadly this thing is and how serious it is and how everybody needs to take all these warnings seriously and stay home because. Yeah. That shows you that, like, it can affect the top of the top people. And a foreign leader actually contracting this really reinforces how serious serious this thing is. And the best cure to a global problem like this is everybody Friendship. doing their Oh. Yes. Oh. So everybody doing <laughs> And working together and finding a common goal in what they see and that's kind of what our podcast is exploring about and it's gonna be cool yeah and i, I agree with room though like that does highlight like a bigger problem in society where people like only care about the rich i don't know i feel like this could be used for some good like people are finally gonna start paying attention to it well this has been going on for like what a week or two now yeah I, i've been isolated for three weeks uh, yeah yeah, well, like, for, for a lot me, of people haven't been doing it. I mean, I do go out every day. Mm-hmm. I do go out going every day. Out for a but only to exercise. Yeah, right. That's, and if you're if you maintain social distancing, that's yeah, yeah. I respect it. I personally haven't gone out in three weeks at all, but like I'm also a caveman. <laughs> that's not healthy. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm like that naturally though. I don't like going out, <laughs> and I'm kind of enjoying this. <laughs> but another I'm part so about bored. The, yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, now we have a podcast. Hey. Fun. But here, another thing about the uh, the Boris Johnson issue is, like, it seems like the government hasn't really been, been like, honest with the people. First, they said it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. M- many yeah. governments. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like it wasn't that they weren't honest. I feel it's just they underhyped the whole issue to try and keep people calm. Yeah. Yeah. And the then... That's from a point of view. You don't want to say like, hey, there's a huge problem, but you also got to tell the facts in order to get a message across for an actual treatment, right? Yeah, which so they kind of didn't. I, problematic. I mean, I think that's a pretty big deal, and like, they shouldn't be leaving the people completely out of the loop. Exactly. Like, they didn't pick that a successor or anything. There is no right vice prime minister. Again, yeah. they have a whole parliament system. It, it's <laughs> like... Yeah, but like they didn't, they needed to appoint a successor, I think. Just well, in case something happens. I'll put in my resume. Hopefully oh, they get all right. back. <laughs> and also, uh, now they're saying that he's getting better, but like, I don't know how much I trust that. <laughs> they exactly. Just, just like all these numbers in the beginning of this virus where people were really, like in the United States specifically, our president, like he was underhyping the numbers like crazy and and he said oh 15 15 cases not big deal and it's, look at how exponential it's been yeah he in also the united states with the most cases in the world and he also said we would have a cure by easter yeah oh yeah well we would be normal by easter which is insane. yeah just insane and like i've been saying that to people since the beginning that's insane that's just not gonna happen yeah there's no way honestly if everyone also, stayed inside though for the what first do you think of China's weeks, Yeah. Would have been fine. I agree with Jake. Yeah. We would have been fine if we were taking the precautions when needed. But I yeah. knew no one was going to do that. Look at Washington. Look at California. Look at Oregon. 
they are all doing such good jobs by actually maintaining that the, the peak doesn't actually get reached because they implemented these social distancing hardcore deadlines as early as possible. Correct. That yeah. just shows you the contrast between the West Coast and New York, who got which got infected a lot later, and they've been handling it very poorly because they you ignored think? it, quite frankly. I would disagree. I think they've been doing a great job, sure. but like they no, sort of got infected. Got, ever since they got it, then they've been doing a good job. But the fact of the matter is they should have been working earlier in advance to prevent yeah. the spread of this virus. But I don't think it's necessarily anybody's fault. We're talking about New York. There's like exactly. so many people there every single day. The most of them had no idea they were infected. Yeah. Like we can compare New like, York to Washington. One, one guy got infected. He has no idea how. And they had to shut down like two blocks. Yeah. Yeah. And like California is much more spread out too, I believe. New York is like everything in like, no, one mile radius. And uh, Seattle and uh, San Francisco have all been doing the best out of individual cities too, and they're very densely populated. So yeah. What do you sort of thing? Do you think everyone is testing in those cities? Because like from personally being to both places. Yeah. So I don't think those people. Not testing isn't free or anything, so a lot of people can't. What I mean, they're yeah, they're clearly improving. That's the thing. Yeah. Like that's and where we should draw inspiration from. That hey. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, and that's what we rem- want to remind our viewers that you guys like it's not what viewers. <laughs> it's not always a um, problem when you have a solution at hand or you have something to look forward to. And I think looking at the West Coast and the phenomenal progress they've made, I think that's noteworthy. Because in New York, uh, Trump said um, a naval ship, a uh, hospital ship, and. I read an article that there were only three people on that ship at, at a specific time after two weeks of being in the harbor of New York. And this is supposed to be used for non-essential medical stuff. But the fact that only three people met the Navy's dead, uh, requirements to get on the ship is very, very concerning. And that just highlights another flaw that we have here. Like in a time of crisis, I feel like the uh, all these normal rules and guidelines should be somewhat disregarded a little bit because we all need unify and for non-essential cases that people clearly have i just don't see the point of restricting people from uh, basic necessity and that's what it is and also ventilators are running so short in new york city it's insane and unhuman like i see body bags every day in the hospital that I was born in. And it's really, really heartbreaking to see those images, so. Yeah, it's a yeah. horrible situation all around. And like, going back to what you said about like, taking off like regular needs, I absolutely agree that shouldn't there should be an exception for, for example, food um, and like going out to work out. Yeah, exactly. But like those then there's another, there's another issue that comes up with that. And that is people like Ron DeSantis, who think that churches should not be prohibited and are allowing for con- the congregation of more than 10 people. And uh, I, think, yeah. I think it's ridiculous. not okay. People are saying, like, people, faith I've heard people defending it. Like, individually at a point like this. And you, we have so many resources to make it happen. It just does not seem necessary to be real. In just zoom in, Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> like, Come on. Don't put other people's life at risk. 
because exactly. you don't want to zoom. <laughs> that's kind of contradictory to the ideals of any religion right here. You're endangering other people in for your religion. And but I mean, when has modern religion not contradicted <laughs> values of uh, religion? And that comes to another point. To what yeah. extent does religion uh, influence our lives right here in a global society? I mean, worship whoever you want, but I don't think that should be getting politics ever. Yeah. yeah. Government, and, government and religion should be separated like crazy because yeah. if, if they're combined together, that just sets apart so many people who may not have been born into the same type of family as you and practice different ideals yet have the same in, same common goal of having moral values. Right. And I just don't think that discriminatory politics against people with different religions should be tolerated because I think everything should be tolerated in what you believe as long as it's not violent and not extreme because I get, I get it. You have to be passionate about what you believe in. But at the end of the day, keeping peace is just as important. And government and religion should not be combined together. What do you think? Yeah. Those and that sort of brings points. me... Yeah. <laughs> I do make some good points. And that brings me up to another topic. Uh, what if Trump was to get corona? I mean, get sick. I don't That's know. What insane. What do you mean? Imagine? Why would he get a beer Mike Pence as the president of the United States of America. You can you imagine how much of a fucking joke that would be? <laughs> like, I feel like it would just be the same thing as it is now. I He's just, just like a lot more fiscal conservative than Donald Trump. So whatever, whatever we see right now from Donald Trump, all the radical, uh, extreme stuff that he does, it'll just be enhanced by Mike Pence. He's not that much better. And I you look at his record true. on issues I think- like. Trump, I respect your opinion, but I completely disagree. I completely disagree. <laughs> Trump might be a clown, but I feel like Mike Pence is just like an evil person around. Like, can you imagine? An evil clown. clown. He's an evil yeah. clown. He's one of those, like, remember in, like, 2017, where, like, those evil cl- clowns were walking around the streets? That's what that guy Those is. were the good years. Those, <laughs> well, but having one of those as the president would not be good, I'm telling you. Like, I can agree. you imagine the pushback, like, around the world, how people would start looking at America? It would be like George Bush, but, like, Ten times worse, cause like he's Bush, a big Bush, outspoken, like on steroids, anti-LGBT guy. And imagine him throughout this crisis with Corona. Imagine how he would deal with it, being like an anti-vax Christian. <laughs> yeah, that's that. He's very, very religiously motivated in his actions, and that's why people yeah. should open up to the idea of in specific abortion, right? I think that like people should open up to the idea that say people can do whatever they want with whatever's uh, there because it's individual rights right here. And it was, it was literally guaranteed in our constitution and bill of rights. So I just don't think that religion should be stopping anybody from doing anything. Yeah. On a lighter note, uh, have you, did you guys hear about Bernie Sanders yet? Drop yeah. out. No, How is that on a lighter note? Huh? How is that on a lighter note? <laughs> I was going to talk about something else, to be fair. But then I decided to change the topics. Yeah. On that a lighter funny. note, he finally dropped out. Finally dropped Very out. Very happy. Stupid old man. No. hates his guts. No, I am honestly really, really sad. Yeah. I feel like Bernie Sanders is like the only person in the 
in like both the parties who's like still he's like the only big name who still cares about the issues he talks about i feel like and i honestly don't know what i'm gonna do in 2020 it's biden uh well, the biggest single cell organism in the entire world versus trump who is okay. not much better yeah both both of the candidates have all of their flaws and bernie represented a series of ideologies that will still live on in government and have lived on but he greatly accelerated it into the mainstream and i think that his ideas will be picked up by another person and they will be used oh, by our younger generation i sure as hell hope so and i hope that happens soon i feel like we just need younger people to be president younger <laughs> voters yeah. rising into power of electing people is very important because Many of our older voters right now are either boomers or millennials or, or those two, right? Yeah, they, they are very, like, fiscally afraid of change. And Bernie Sanders really raised that question really well. Of why are we so afraid of change? Why are we so afraid of making ideas that may be different for some? Why are we so afraid for changing society? And I really admire the platform that he stood for. It's... Are they too, so they're not really big changes, honestly. The social democracy has been a part of America since America has been a country. We have FDR, exactly. Lyndon B. Johnson. And I don't know why people are acting like this is such like a big deal. Andrew, we just try to Andrew. do its best. And then the media just keeps labeling as a revolutionary and insane. When it it's is. Not. Yeah. It's pretty uh, sad. Something to think about. I personally think I'll be voting for um, Howie Hawkins, Green Party, if I were to vote. But that's just me. I don't think he's ever going to win. But I do believe in, like, strengthening. You stand for what you believe in. And yes. honestly, at the end of the and day, And strengthening a third party. I think we need more options. Like, that's the second election in a row. There's just a complete joke. Trump yeah. versus uh, the establishment once Your again. Opponent. And those are two horrible options. So, but do you think Joe Biden would be a good leader for our country? Absolutely like, not. I know. <laughs> I don't think the man can, like even leave his own body. I don't think he can walk up to the kitchen with <laughs> water. <laughs> I do not think he's capable of leading a country. Yeah. So, so, exactly. But do you think he could gather more resources from ever could? Like, no. to fight uh, viruses like this, pandemics? No. Uh, and no? I mean, that's showing. I don't think he's doing anything. <laughs> he called Trump. That was, like, his big plan. If we're going to elect someone like that, elect Andrew Cuomo. He's, like, trying. <laughs> Andrew Cuomo, I really admire the work he's done. He has, he admitted there was a problem and he's been working constantly against it. And he really embodies what Dr. Fauci has been preaching for, like imposing these restrictions, which Trump is afraid to impose at the federal level. He's yeah. giving states the power to decide it. And that puts Ron, people like Ron DeSantis in power of yeah. whatever our state is doing. And Absolutely. I think we should have a unified response to issues like this because at the end of the day, it shouldn't be, oh, let the state decide. That's how, nearly how America broke apart in the first place. Yeah. We need a strong message of unity. And I think it promotes that. Not only uniting Republicans and Democrats, but uniting the both sides of the Democrat Party. which are like, We're like essentially dealing with two different parties right now. There's the progressives and there's the yeah. like. If, I, very if Jay Inslee was still in the race, I would definitely vote for him because of the job he's done for Washington. Uh, oh. Jay Inslee, the governor of Washington. When did he mm -hmm. run? What? He did run, but when? he dropped out. 
It was oh. like early. Yeah, early, early. Oh. No, he just started. Oh, no, I don't like him. <laughs> you don't like him? No. <laughs> I don't think he's strong enough to be a leader. But yes. you look at his ideas, right? And sure. you saw what he's done in Washington and like a unified response <laughs> clearly against what's happening. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. him. Yeah, I, li- I like him on the sides, like helping the candidate. Yeah. But I think the candidate needs is, like something stronger. Tulsi Gafford, no. <laughs> we need a Tulsi, yes. <laughs> She's been uniting such a strong grassroots movement. <laughs> Gaining really so much strength. In hmm? American Samoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Bloomberg. Mike Bloomberg. Uh, well, <laughs> it, was, it was a crazy primary. I'm it somewhat crazy. glad it's over. I'm... But I'm sad that's the way it ended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bloomberg. Bloomberg we're not pick anybody else. Literally, is that out of like the twenty people we had, he's really the best candidate. <laughs> well, whatever. I think a more alarming thing is that like in, it reflects the culture that we're in today. Like there yeah, were twenty candidates to start off. No, there were there were twenty <laughs> candidates to start off in the race, right? Yeah. All narrowed down. All twenty should have made it. Yeah. No. Twenty twenty. Twenty president. <laughs> <laughs> so when it when he got narrowed down, let's just down, make it a parliament. Let's go. Yeah, Trump just beats one of them, and it's just Trump and a bunch of nineteen Democrats. Yang <laughs> was literally like the only person of color in um in uh, uh, in the stage for the primaries, like well, contending. People of color should have run. No, a bunch ran too. Corey. <laughs> uh, no, I know. Yeah, I didn't know. But I don't know. Culture I mean, of America that we really need to change, and I get it. It shouldn't be always based on ra- race and all that stuff, but I think it's an alarming observation that we need to change for our next generation. That anybody should be able to run for a president if they have the qualifications. Well, anybody is. It's just I th- anybody is. Yeah. Yeah. We have a president who wasn't. What was he? A businessman dash pseudo celebrity. Who was in bankruptcy so many times right here. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, he has a book about how to not do it. I bet he didn't read it. (laughs) (laughs) I bet he didn't write it, yeah. The Art of the Deal. (laughs) Yeah, it's The Art of the Deal. Varun, you got to learn from The Art of the Deal, man. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I read that book, and that's how I started this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, now now it's going to be a huge hit. We're going to run for president. Huh? The three presidents. The 23 presidents, <laughs> us plus the 20 Democratic candidates. <laughs> I really wish Pete Buttigieg had won. Uh, honestly, I'd I do too. I'd be okay with Pete. Very it, was, it was a message of unity. And even if you didn't agree with his policies, like... Gee, you look confused. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So if someone makes... Pr- all right, so like there's a Democratic and Republican at the end, right? Well, there's the if, other... If, okay, if... Nobody cares about the other party, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> if the yeah. Democrat wins, their vice is from someone from the Democratic Party, right? Yes, they choose. Could they pick mm. the Republican? They could do that. They can? They can, can they pick I mean, anyone I mean, as their vice? I think so. So they could pick, like, their mom? They could. <laughs> but that would give them no votes. Well, yeah. no, they pick the vice dad. at the very end. Like, they keep it a mystery. Yeah, they could. And Joe Biden just picks his wife. <laughs> Says he's going to pick a woman. <laughs> That'd be the funniest thing ever. I think someone Joe Biden and Kamala Harris would be amazing right here. That would be disgusting. I would hate them so much. Really? 
Those right. are the two worst candidates, in my opinion. Or Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden. I know that would never work, but yeah, I'd did, be down for that, but I don't think that would happen. Why would they get married? <laughs> <laughs> like you can tell that Elizabeth Warren really cares about her policies, and even if she may not expose them the right way or deliver the right message, she cares at the end of the day, and she will do a lot for her policies. She would get stuff done. I respect. Yeah. Her. Although I don't like. Her. Yeah. Get cooking. You don't like her? Cause no. I want more options. Was it because she crossed Bernie? Oh yeah. Really? <laughs> but yeah. she'd still be my second choice, I guess. Either her or Pete. Yes. Pete, okay, so Pete really like resonated a message of unity in the in the things that he preached for, and I would respect that no matter what side you are in, and. He was also a younger candidate, which stuck out from the rest of the stage. So yeah. I guess that made the difference. But Jake, now I have a question for you. Vern, I don't think you're familiar with the topic, but yeah. I think it would be interesting to hear your take on it. Jake, is iDubs a simp? No. 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 Vern, are you familiar with the topic? Who? iDubs being a Who's simp? Okay, no. Jake, can you... Briefly explain what's going on. <coughs> Our specialist, Jake Zonger. So, yeah, on anything YouTube. Um, yeah. So basically, iDubs is a YouTuber who's a bit, um, not crazy, but just does stuff out of the box. Yeah. He's done the videos Content Cop, uh, Food Reviews, where he like, went into the sewers and ate pickles. Um, <laughs> but anyways, he... <laughs> He has a girlfriend, and he was dating her for a while, and then she got, she started an OnlyFans account. Only what? Explain to her what an OnlyFans is. Uh, it's basically like a premium Snapchat. Or, uh, so she, she would be, she'll probably be posting nudes and yes. sex content in there. His oh. girl. But she started it while they were dating. It wasn't like he found someone who had an account and everything. So. So, you think, think that guy's a simp? <laughs> yeah. So it, the, there's a whole debate on whether he is or not. Uh, I think so. Jake doesn't think he is, and I personally agree with him. But what do you think? What are your views? So, you don't, you guys don't think he is? No. I don't think. I would, I would be inclined to agree more with you because it's like, in the unfortunate situation that he's also in, so I guess. <laughs> Very unfortunate. I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> no, I, think, I, I think it's okay. It's her body. She can do whatever she wants with it. It's not like, like yeah. place to tell her what to do. He's I think he might be simping. Because like, if he was simping, he'd make videos about like how much he likes her and everything. But I mean, he yeah. never <laughs> made a video. By definition of the like, word simping, he's definitely like, not simping. Yeah, by definition, he is not. But I mean, the word has become has become something else at this point. Like exactly to that extent, do you think he is simping to like what the word has become? No, still the word has like, become mainstreamed and associated with so many things that the definition is becoming less and less clear about what it truly is. Yeah, and that's how, that's my take on it. <laughs> my take on it, it's a fun word, and I'm. It's part basically of the turned into um, you're a simp if you have a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically or like if you if you're married you're sick or something like that. That's oh, how it's that's been. a mega sim. Yeah. That's mega sim. Yeah, dude. 
He dedicates his whole life to her. They're married. <laughs> you. Ew. I never did that. But I, I like the word. I think it's a really funny word. Yeah. And I keep using it wrong, but I, I'm okay with it. <laughs> but back to items, I don't... I honestly don't think he's doing anything wrong. I don't think she's doing anything wrong either. I think the internet just blowing things like way out of proportion. And then this also started like a bunch of people start saying that she's a bad person. Like they brought up like a bunch of stuff that she has done, but like it's really just like really small stuff. It's yeah. like she drew artwork that wasn't like fully hers and said it was hers and like Oh no. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then, I mean like, like the first I bet the art wasn't even good. Her, her speech at the RNC con- uh, convention, so I guess that's not a big deal either. <laughs> yeah, people are like calling a hypocrite for something. Oh, yeah, that one's kind of bad. That, that gets into the whole question of cancel culture. Like, what do you I guys? Hate what I, do hate you I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Jake has Elaborate. extreme views on cancel culture. I Elaborate. all right. So my one of my favorite TV shows is South Park. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. They're on like 25 seasons now, and they have my views, where mm-hmm. they hate cancel culture. So what they try and do is go outside of the norm, like The Simpsons. Okay. <laughs> the Simp. They had a character Apu, <laughs> who was not very um. Well, people didn't really like him because ra- race. Racial stuff. <laughs> it was but a anyways, white guy uh, brown guy. It, it doesn't. But the people who complained to the network and everything, they weren't like the people actually being offended by it. It was like just white suburban moms and stuff calling in. They took a poll. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Calling in. No, it. Yeah, calling in. But about I guess it. Like, like in today's day and age, like it didn't cancel the person playing the part, but I just think that a change is needed because. The the appropriate roles it goes back into this whole culture of America taking other other races and blending them into their own identity and taking their role. And that's what I think this is all about. And I agree with the change in Apu. Uh, well, not, they just canceled the character. I, I no. that's a little I, sad. Uh, if there was like an actual like Indian guy playing it, then maybe. But <laughs> I, I'm in between. Because I do think it can be really offensive at times. But, like, if we're talking about, like, South Park, it's really, like, that's the whole purpose of the show. Yeah. It's being outrageous. It's so I don't think anything and they're speaking against. Then I agree totally with you. Because yeah. And I, I one think of your... things like South Park and Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they're just, like, completely outrageous but are so funny. It's not just plain offensive. They're, like, I feel like there's some clever twists into, like, both works. It's not just, like, oh... He's Indian. He's funny. That being said, I do think Apu was a pretty offensive character. Apu was pretty offensive because I, it was a white guy playing the, the brown okay, guy. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Here's my point, though. Uh, yeah. Like, this is a view, a view that not many people look at, but... Okay, voice Okay, it. so... Hey, girl. <laughs> no, like, everyone is able to make fun of, like, like, each different race and everything has other races that they're allowed to really make fun of, really. Like, yeah, really depends on the history of the country. Exactly. Like, uh, African-American people make fun of white people all the time, and yeah. it's fine. It's fine. But, like, if a white person made fun of an African-American person, that's over the line. I think yeah. so. <laughs> I think it is, too, because of the history that has gone on between the two. And, yes, 
you cannot control what race you are. And that gets into the whole question of the biases that exist in so many officials that are in that hold high positions in society today. And yeah. that's why I think that this notion of blah, blah, blah can do this and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's understandable. And yeah, it's understandable. Mine. I just like, don't see why it still has to be that way today. I mean, cause like everyone's calling for like equality and all this other stuff, but like if we can't even say the because same jokes. Well, I think to reach true equality, First, we got to make up for some of the stuff we've done. Oh, yeah. Preparation for We're not talking about, like, uh, a one-thing racism. It's not just like, oh, that one guy's yeah. black. Let's not. Oh, no. I'm totally, it's systematic racism that's been going on for, like, centuries in America. Exactly. I totally agree and with that. And there's still biases that go on in law enforcement officials' minds when they encounter somebody of a different race than they're used to seeing. And there's yeah. a huge bias in what they see. Like, have you guys read the book, The Hate You Give? No, I've heard of it, though. I think I, I was forced to read that. <laughs> a lot of people were. School was, like, used to go crazy over that book. Yeah. It, it was a book about, like, police brutality. I and... totally understand what, like, we need to, like, give back and everything. But, like, what should communities and everyone do? Because there's no it's, really way to... It's confusing. Like, give reparations okay, so for all that stuff i personally think horrible. there's just like, reparations just like sort of paying african-americans like an extra amount for being black like slavery reparation what I do think you think we you should start outraged. a, a gradual <laughs> change and oh sorry what i'm not saying uh, oh sorry um so i think we should start with a gradual change in these reparations process by like are you guys familiar with what redlining is and like the whole housing discrimination stuff mm -hmm. that has existed since the 1950s when they created these commonplace towns and it was really really poor what what happened like i think it was levittown or something like that and a bunch of uh rich white people were in the suburb while many immigrants and people of color were forced to live in urban areas right and yeah. that's just well, that the whole it's no accident. That, like, don't get it wrong, folks. This is systematic, and it has been. That, really that happened in Orlando. Hmm? Yeah. That happened in Orlando. The I four line. Yeah. Our school. I mean, our school, Lake Highland. Yeah. yeah Lake Highland <laughs> founded as a segregationist. It's a racist academy. by nature, and it's disgusting. But there have been changes that have been made, and I think that this mm -hmm. can be done at a systematic level. That's yeah. why. I personally view it as. Uh, straight up monetary reparations for slavery and but for how long and for how much i fully agree with that too yeah give me opportunities to different races but also going back to cancel culture i agree with jake word like it's kind of like a messed up situation where sometimes it goes like way too far like i remember the james charles situation like not, not having anything to do with race but when he got canceled for like not supporting his girl, his friends. Now he's basically in the mainstream again. But he, he got insane. It, out. it huh? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about like people like him, like James, Charles, and everyone else, because like people like that will always rise to the top because they just say sorry. Well, yeah. No, I think. Well, okay. James Charles is right back at the top, right where right. he... But yeah, he's on TikTok right now as a huge... Did you guys follow the whole story? 
Yeah, like, how, he dropped to like zero. Sexually uh, harassing straight boys when he's literally a virgin. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, cancel culture didn't stop that. Because he wasn't wrong. I, they did at first. Remember, he lost like the most amount of subscribers in a day ever. Yes. But then he apologized, and his apology video was great. He explained it all. But I do think like people went too far when talking about him. Yeah. Okay. He so got this gets destroyed. Into the question that like. Should people like Brett Kavanaugh be allowed to be in the Supreme Court right now based on actions that they committed 20 years back? Or sorry, if we're talking about rape, I don't, I don't no. think it's, yeah, it depends on what but, they did. If like they did a stupid thing in college, not rape, but like just did like yeah, a stupid yeah. prank or something in college, like then no. But if they did something horrible like rape or something, then they shouldn't yeah. be allowed in. What about Mitt exactly. Romney? What's the story of Mitt Romney? He like beat up. A kid like really really bad oh, what? like humiliated him in front of everyone search it up i don't understand yeah there's some story from Mitt romney and i remember it being really bad but it's not like obviously not as bad as rape oh yeah i i think with the cabinet okay so stuff, he was a bully in school have been allowed yeah but he was like a big boy he was, it was like bad I, I don't think that should really affect it because yeah that's just know. middle school high school he paid for detentions and everything yeah i don't think you should be canceled for it but i do like Look down on him for it. He should Wait, be looked down a little wrong. bit. What? Yeah, what's the full story, Jay? Can you find that for us? Um, but John, uh, bullying gay classmates. I think. I can hear. Wait, what are you saying? Uh, he bullied a gay teenage boy oh, while he was in yeah. prep school. So that's, that's why it's blown up so much. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. That's that's bad. Yeah, there's but no I doubt. Think, about I don't that. think his voters care that much about that though. He's a Mormon. <laughs> 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 they're, they're allowed to. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> but the one thing I am proud of Mitt Romney for doing was to uh, vote to impeach because sure, he valued the for actual <laughs> actual party lines and um, and all these things that are expected to be a Republican or be a Democrat. I think ideology is what's more important. Mm-hmm. And if yeah, but in my opinion, that doesn't change the fact that he was a complete asshole <laughs> and a bad Mormon for his whole life, spreading exactly. like, using the religion to spread a message of hate. Well, again, whatever. you said we should separate religion and government, so that shouldn't really matter if he's running well, for something. Using, that's what I'm saying. You shouldn't be using religion to um, like expand on his government message. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Should not be allowed. Yet there's so many elected officials that preach religious verses in order to get policies done, which I don't agree as a tactic to appeal to your voters. But yeah, it is what it is. Because many areas in, especially like the rural areas of the United States, are very religious, small towns, and you've got to appeal to them in order to get elected. That's what many officials are doing. No. Just to finish off the cancel culture debate, uh, it's a very weird spot that we're in right now. Something that like has never been explored throughout history, American or world. Yeah, history. it's just really started. Yeah, it just started. I feel like it, I don't know. Is is this just like an impression that I have, or is it getting better? What do you mean? Like, is it stopping or is it growing? I feel like it's getting more fair. I'm not stopping because I don't think it should ever fall on stop. I think fair. Fair is what the word should be. Like, evidence matters at the same time. But I think 
I think it's evidence matters, important. but if it's a matter of opinion, it shouldn't count. You think? Yeah, I agree. Like for example, what's that one actor? I keep giving examples that I, I'm not the, like qualified to talk about. But the one guy who was in like a bunch of Disney movies back in the day, he's like a full-on Republican, loves Trump, and basically he got blacklisted because of that. I don't think that's okay. Oh yeah, for like it, political candidate shouldn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. I disagree with him, but like his Many his content has like nothing to do with Trump. And even if it did, that's yeah. There should be some representation to that, too. It's America. The guy won, so, like, a large majority of America thinks like he d- he does. Yeah. And they still majority. deserve representation. Hmm? Majority? Well. There was a majority. No. Yeah. It's still a big part of the population. Yeah. And in 2020, it will most definitely be the majority. Yeah. But in 2016, it wasn't the majority. It was, like, I very... Mean, well, he won. He won. Yeah. <laughs> Great description, thank you. Yeah. All right. But back to the point that like about cancel culture, I think it is getting more fair. In it it is getting more fair. Um, but but I, it's important to understand the instances that people are in and what background they're accusing from, and trust them just as much as the people who are being accused. But also the thing with cancel culture is literally all the person has to do is say sorry. And then everything's fine. Yeah. I don't like that either. So you're in favor of more harsh. I'm in favor of cancel culture for for people and other things that deserve to be called out for. But for things that are just meaningless and like little things that just certain people don't like, then it shouldn't be called out as much. But I feel like if you're going to cancel someone, you should do it fully and not let them just say sorry. There should be a clear distinction between that in order to create stuff like stuff in Hollywood that's being done. Many people aren't being canceled, even if accusations are levied upon them, because nobody actually goes in and actually investigates this stuff until a lot of double standard. So what have you learned today, kids? We have examined a lot of issues. Sorry, the one person watching this. Yeah. My grandma. <laughs> Hi, Granny. I love you. I did not mean any of those things I said about I dogs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hopefully this was a good introduction. This is what we're going to be doing. I don't know how much that's going to change for the past months or weeks or however long this goes. We have no idea. Once again, we we're doing one every yet. day or two every day. All right. Mm-hmm. So this is what we have for now. Hopefully yeah. you guys have fun. I gotta say I had a blast. That was honestly a lot easier than I was expecting to be. And I hope it translates to a positive message in a time that we all yeah. need a little bit of discussion so. and all that stuff. So I'm happy about it. Yeah. It's just good to voice our opinions too. I feel mm-hmm. like I would never have been able to talk about all of this stuff on like a normal place. Here exactly. like, like I mean you normally do, but yeah. Do I? Well only with you guys though. What I'm saying is like I wouldn't be able to like express yeah. Who else do you talk to? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What I'm saying, like, I wouldn't be able to, like, voice this. You know what I'm saying, right? It's like a platform. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I'm John. I'm Varun. I'm Jake. (laughs) And this is our podcast.